Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Positive Soul Podcast. I'm Jacqueline Kadamian, and I'm so excited to have you here. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and business coach for entrepreneurs who want to launch and scale their business. This podcast is all things mindset, manifestation, and business. I am beyond excited to have you here. So let's get into another episode. of the PS podcast. Hope you're having an amazing weekend, an amazing day. So today's podcast episode is online business related. Really excited to start incorporating more of these podcast episodes. And it's all about how to become a master at sales. So if you're interested, if you're just starting your online business, already have your online business or are thinking about it, I think you'll benefit from this episode. Even if you're in a corporate job or you're in sales, you're really going to like the two mindset shifts I'm going to talk about to become a master at sales. And before I even get into it, if you want more business tips, make sure you join the Manifesting Entrepreneurs Facebook group of mine. It's totally free and you can find it in the show notes. Alrighty, beautiful. So we're talking sales today, a big part of entrepreneurship that many people hate. I know when I first started um, as my online in an online business, I was really awkward at sales. I felt really weird charging, you know, getting money from people, talking about what I did. But I really had to make the shift from viewing sales in a different light, especially if I wanted to make it online. So these two mindset shifts really help me get on the other side of sales. And I want to keep it simple for you because I don't want to give you 10 reasons why. I want to show you the two main reasons or the two main mindset um, shifts that I made to get good at sales. Alrighty. So number one is the one that I feel like everyone is dealing with whenever they feel uncomfortable with selling. And that is viewing selling as negative, as nasty, as sleazy, as something unaligned. So what I often find most in spiritual entrepreneurs is that we want to help people so much. We want to change the world. We want to give our products out there. But a lot of the time we feel really negative about selling. Now, if you think about it, we may have the best product out there in the world, but if we're not good with selling and we don't feel comfortable, it's not going to sell. So a little law of attraction 101 there. If you think something is negative or nasty or icky, that's not going to sell because you're not projecting that positive energy. So for the first year of my business, I would say I had a little bit of this feeling and what that looked like was me undercharging for what I was offering because I didn't want to have that negative feeling with sales. So I would undercharge, I would make it a rate that really did not activate those feelings. So that's great because many people charge at the rate they're comfortable with. And I highly recommend doing that. You know, don't be charging $3,000 for something if you don't feel like you align with that. However, as your business shifts, you also need to make shifts in your pricing and in your mindset. So what happened with me is first year I was doing great. You know, I was aligned to the number I was selling. But then as I got more into business, I noticed, wait, you know, everyone else is selling way more than me and doing less than me. So where is the disconnect here? And the disconnect was that I had a lot of limiting beliefs about selling. So number one mindset tool that you can have and use right now is to shift 
shift and reframe your negative beliefs about sales. This is most likely the core of where it's coming from. You're viewing sales as something, you know, negative in a negative light. And today I ask you, How can you sell something if you view it in a negative way? So I want you to tap back into some of the reframing skills that I talked about with my limiting beliefs worksheet or my limiting beliefs class, but it's really about taking your thought and seeing the evidence for it. So for example, let's say you believe that sales is negative. So what you would do is you would get that limiting belief and then you would look for the evidence to support it. So for example, Who told you sales was negative? You know, why is it negative? Why are you viewing it so black and white? Did you maybe pick up this belief from society or your parents? Is this a belief that is serving you? So as you go through the evidence by asking those questions, you'll find that a lot of these beliefs you have are not really, you know, grounded in truth because beliefs don't necessarily need to be true. So after you do that, you go through the evidence as I go in the limiting beliefs worksheet, which I'll link in the show notes. You can grab it for free. Then it's time to reframe your thoughts. So instead of saying, oh, selling is negative, you can reframe that to selling is actually a really positive experience because it allows me to get my product into the world and to help people. Now, here's the main thing that's happening, love, when people view sales in a negative way. You have not tapped into what you are doing and creating for people. When you truly believe in your product, when you know that your product is going to save lives and help people, I know that sounds extreme, but it's true, then you'll no longer view selling as negative. Just like Apple doesn't view selling their MacBooks as negative, right? Or just like your favorite makeup makeup company doesn't view selling lipsticks to you as negative. It's not negative. Just because there's a price attached to it does not mean that you're a bad person or your product is stupid. There's always a give and take. There's a compensation in our society. So you cannot be afraid to give get to get money because the same money you're getting, you're also going to give to someone else, okay? So just think to yourself in that way. Selling something that's going to help the world cannot possibly be a negative experience. It can only be negative if you convince yourself it is. So number one mindset shift is to really tap into your negative beliefs. I would sit with that limiting beliefs worksheet that you can grab for free, go through your limiting beliefs and really reframe. Because once you reframe, you get the power back. After you reframe your belief, I want you to carry that belief around with you with a post-it note, you know, on your phone, in the notes section of your iPhone, wherever it is, reread your new, your new thought and get that into your head because the more you familiarize yourself with the new thought, for example, sales is amazing, sales is fun, then you're going to believe that into your life. Okay. So number one, get to the root of your limiting beliefs, identify and reframe because I guarantee you there's always a limiting belief in the way. And once I did this, now I view sales as an act of service because I'm offering my goods to people. It's a really good service and it can change someone's life. So selling to me now is totally different, but I get where you're coming from. If you're feeling this, you know, all these limiting beliefs, because that's how I felt. Okay, so number two mindset shift to get you into selling and to being more of a master at sales is to attach a motive behind your business. So I talk a lot about this in my business bootcamp program, session one. We're already at session four, by the way, cannot believe it. 
you can get on the wait list by um, clicking the show notes. There's a wait list that opens up because the program will open in January. But it's really important to attach a motive to your business. Now, what a motive is, is it's basically the values and the general reason, the passion you're in this business to begin with. So I don't want this to connect to money for you. Now, what many people do is they'll say, okay, I'm in business because I can make a lot of money, right? (laughs) So of course, we all want to make money. We're all in business to make money, but that cannot be your natural motive because money in and of itself does not have any intrinsic value. Okay, babe. So while money is great, while you can buy things for it, there's no intrinsic value or character to money, meaning that it's not like a real person. It's not something you can really connect with. So if money is your motive, that will soon die out, especially when things get rough in business. Instead of making money your motive, I want you to tap into why you're in this business in the first place. And this is why passion is so important for what you do. You really want to be passionate about what you do because the more passionate you are, the more people will be attracted to you. They'll want to work with you. If you're just in business for the money, you're going to burn out really quickly and it's not going to sustain. Of course, you can be successful, but you're not going to be happy and it's really going to be felt in you, in your work, especially as the years progress. So think to yourself, you know, why are you a business coach? Why do you want to be a love coach? Why do you want to be a marketer or whatever it is you want to be? What do you want to accomplish with your business? For example, for me, I found my motive, which is to help thousand women Every single year, a thousand men and women launch their businesses and make the world a better place. So something to that extent, I just shortened it for you guys. But that's my motive is helping people own their own business. Now, that's a very strong motive for me because I've connected it to people. I've connected it to changing the world, to making the world a better place with more entrepreneurs. And that really makes me go on in my business. So I really urge you to do the same after you listen to this podcast, is think to yourself, why are you in this business? And if you can't think of why you are, you really want to ask yourself if you're in the right business for the right reasons. Like I said, you can make money doing something you're not passionate about, but why would you want to? Especially in this day and age where there is so much possibility and opportunity, we can literally make businesses out of anything, you guys. Why would you want to do something you're not passionate about? That's really the million dollar question. Many people say, well, you know, I'm good at this and I'm going to stick with it because it's my niche and I know what it is. Well, that's not a good enough reason to be staying in a business because that's going to die out. You want to be in a business that you're passionate about because that's going to sustain and that's going to hold you when times get tough, when things seem rough. And I talked about this briefly in a Um, episode before, but I was in an unaligned business direction the past year. You know, I was doing love coaching and while I was really good at it, it was not something I was passionate about. And that was really spilling over. You know, I wasn't launching programs. I wasn't wanting to work as hard on the love coaching stuff. I wasn't promoting as much. And that came because I was not passionate about it and I was really burned out. I was unhappy. I was disappointed in myself. When I finally decided that business coaching is my thing, my business, you guys, totally changed directions. 
I feel better now. You know, I have more of a passion to be out there. My programs are selling more with ease. I'm doing things I want to be doing. You know, I'm happier in my business. And these are all the things that lead to a strong motive. So if you have a strong motive in your business that's not attached to people, I'm I'm sorry, that's not attached to money, you will be able to sustain and be good at sales. Because if you're selling something because you want to help the world, you want to change people's lives, you want to help people find love or confidence or get healthy, you're going to feel really good about what you're selling. And that's the most important thing. So you want to feel good about what you're selling, about what you're offering to the world. If you don't, like I said, you might not be selling the right product or you might not be in the right field, but you can definitely always alter, always change what you're doing and find what it is you want to be selling. So my number two mindset tip is to attach to a strong motive in your business because when you have a motive, you have a reason to sell and you don't feel negative or nasty about selling. So for me, that I want to help a thousand people every year launch a business, I don't feel bad about that when I sell my programs because I know that's a really strong motive and it's something that's going to help the world. So that just helps me sell better. It helps me be confident in what I'm selling. And ultimately, I love what I'm selling. To love what you're selling, love your program. If you don't have those feelings about your program, it might be that it's not the right one for you. And it might not be that there's anything wrong with you. It's just that you're not in an aligned program, which makes it difficult to sell. So you really do need to love what you're selling. Alrighty, so these are my two tips for shifting your mindset when it comes to making sales. Really short, to the point, you know, number one, reframe your limiting beliefs about sales and pick up more positive beliefs that are actually true. And number two, attach to a strong motive behind your business and connect to that piece, connect to the product you're selling. That's really what's going to help you make the shift. Alrighty, beautiful. So I hope this podcast episode sheds some light on it for you. If you love the episode or you have any comments, please feel free to leave me a review or feedback. I would so appreciate it. Every single review counts and it's really easy. It's just on the homepage of the podcast. You can scroll down and you can leave a rating, leave a review if you wish to do so. And I'm beyond excited to have you in my Manifesting Entrepreneurs group. Thank you for listening. I love you. I will see you on the next episode episode. Have a beautiful weekend and get those sales in.